everybody. Welcome to the Good Witch Podcast. This is the show where we talk all things Good Witch, the latest episode. It's very, very exciting. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Amy is here. Hello. And George is here. Hi. Yes. So another really fun episode in the books this week. And we have the big, I think the big question coming out of the episode is, is there a difference between hors d'oeuvres and appetizers? <laughs> That one, that's what I was really left wondering about. <laughs> um, so, Amy, what did you think overall of this episode? I really enjoyed this episode. One, because we had, like, a scene where we had all the major characters in it together, and, like, they were all interacting at once, and that made me really happy, like, because it was nice to see all of the couples together. That was fun. And then we also got a Nick storyline, which also made me happy. So, good episode all around. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think, Georgia? It wasn't my favorite, to be honest. I It wasn't like, just with the way the season's gone, I've loved every episode so far, and this was the first one where I was kind of like, mm, okay, I like parts of it. There are parts that I just don't need to see again. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a lot of fun with this one. I, it's maybe a bit filler, I get that, but uh, but there was a lot also in here. So, yeah, I, I think it, it really did a pretty good job of of telling a lot of character stories in one episode and and i think i could handle an entire show with uh with the ask martha <laughs> column <laughs> i think that needs to be a thing <laughs> i really enjoyed that and uh have you have you, either of you ever done a progressive dinner no Mm-mm. never have huh it seems I'm- like just a lot of work <laughs> yeah my mom said that she used to do it when she was little and she was like telling me about it but i never did one yeah i have done a progressive dinner we used to do it at church every once in a while you know they're always there because we had weekly activities for the youth and so they were always trying to figure out what to do one week what to do next week and every once in a while we would do a progressive dinner and you'd start at one leader's house and have have a a appetizer then you'd go and have the main food and then the dinner and it is kind of a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, you know, a lot of kitchens that have to get messy and stuff, but it's kind of fun too. It's most fun during the holidays because then you get to see everybody's decorations and Christmas tree and stuff like that. So that's kind mm-hmm. of fun. So do I finally uh, understand what a cookie crawl is? Is that base? is it just basically a cookie progressive dinner? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Cookie crawl. cookie crawl it just never ends the i'm com- sorry it's been plaguing me for two years so my <laughs> brother talks about it all the time it's just like cookie crawl cookie crawl just everywhere like, <laughs> like it makes more sense now if it, that's what it is it's just a progressive dinner but it's cookie themed it's a bar crawl but with cookies why is this confusing I, <laughs> you go from one to the other it's literally what it is but with cookies i don't know why it was confusing I don't understand dinner oh. being that way, to be honest. But no, with the cookies, I that's a very yeah. hallmark way to have a bar crawl. In a- right. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, not yeah. So, well, when I first heard the cookie crawl, I thought it was like a cakewalk, and and it's not like a cakewalk at all. <laughs> so. There's all kinds of confusion going on, but uh, especially because the cookie crawl in the cookie crawl movie, they had to have like a hundred thousand cookies. (laughs) She's feeding like the metropolitan area. It was great. It was so fun. I love that movie. Uh, Okay. So 
they they're doing this progressive dinner to help people to get to know joy that's the idea and uh so everybody's pretty excited about it and uh and then we also have these dream candles and i kind of feel like i think i like the idea of the dream candle but i feel like it looked a little cheap like they run out of the budget like so if if, if there's going to be a dream candle i feel like it should be kind of in like a beautiful and it shouldn't just be like in a mason jar yeah. you get like yeah and, at the grocery store like like that did not look like something from elizabeth merriwick's time and that story kind of fell flat for me like i forgot about it for most of the episode type of thing like it just I don't know it seemed like filler it wasn't anything that like really suited yeah. my fancy it, like it wasn't great it wasn't a great story like it was fine I enjoyed it well enough but yeah the, the, they could have done a little props could props was a little lazy I think there they could have could have uh, uh, sprung for like something that's more sort of ornamental and, and more that looks old they and not home goods <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly just go <laughs> did you agree georgia yeah i mean i just kind of felt like there wasn't and I, I get that it was sort of the jumping off point for the whole abigail donovan thing but like it didn't really come into play for any other reason there wasn't it felt like it could have been a more interesting storyline and then it just ended up being especially the big reveal at the end and elizabeth's dream and then i'm like oh okay that is that a dream really isn't that more like a goal yeah I, it was just weird. I don't know. It was one of those ones where I'm like, I sort of feel like you had an idea, you wrote it. Okay, that's how we're going to end it. But like, it doesn't necessarily serve the show in the best way. There's yeah. no follow through. Plus, yeah. like, it's really hard to to literally burn a, a a jarred candle like all the way down like that to the point where you can read. Like, even if you burn it a lot, like usually, it's not like you completely wipe the jar clean with the candle. <laughs> there's still wax there there's still like to be able to read it especially if it was written in the in the 19th century that's asking quite a lot that's asking quite a lot of the uh of elizabeth merriwick but you know and then they just like so nonchalantly were like look here's elizabeth Elizabeth merriwick's candle wow okay like the only fun part of that scene was when all three of them just looked at Sam like, um, yep. it's your time to leave. <laughs> like, yeah. And just like, all right, I think I can't like bye. Like that was that honestly was, that was really cute. Yeah. That was cute. That was the fun part because it's Sam's like he's he's like understanding now. He's like, All right, I get it, it's Mary Wake stuff. Like I just it's not I'm not my place. I'm gone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. Uh and so we find out that uh, that Martha is uh, has a friend who is evidently the Debbie. What do they call it? Debbie's? Um, dear Debbie, was it? Dear Debbie, that's right. Dear Debbie, who? So she's like basically dear Abby for Middleton. People sending in letters and everything like that. And but Martha's the one giving her advice at the beginning because she's very she's very frustrated with her husband because he won't put up these twinkle lights uh, so that then they could go on vacation. <laughs> she's just like punishment to go on vacation i was just kind of like um if you have twinkle lights then why like wh- wouldn't you turn them off for your vacation i didn't quite understand the link there yeah. but nevertheless i mean martha is just 
on it. She's got the great, great counsel, the great advice. And she says, do you want to be right? Or do you want to twinkle like a star? And I love that that was great. <laughs> so I think that we could have that be our advice for life. So Georgia, do you want to be right? Or do you want to twinkle like a star? I want to be right. <laughs> well, then you're not going to, then you're not going to be able to go on vacation, I guess. You know, I don't know. I've accepted this as my life, Rachel and Amy. I really have. This is, I have to be right. It's just, it's a part of me. So I'll take it. Fine. That's you guys can twinkle. It sounds like something like that Barbie would say in that movie with Lindsay Lohan. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, oh, the life size? Life size. And that sounds like advice that <laughs> Tyra Banks would have said in that movie. Shine, yeah. right. Shine, you're a star. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is, but thank you. Yeah. It's been like floating in there. Oh, I love life size. It is very Dr. Phil. Like, this is like Dr. Dr. Phil wishes. Uh, wishes I, could, yeah. I could see Martha watching Dr. Phil, to be honest. I yeah. feel like she's a Dr. Phil stan yeah. all the way. Yeah. She's going to get called there by the comptroller for like, <laughs> trauma. And they're gonna, they're gonna oh, that was so funny. So we find out that Nick is writing a sociology paper. Probably my favorite part of this episode is that they basically come to the re resolution that C pluses are fine. If you worked hard, which is absolutely accurate and correct. <laughs> if you get degrees, <laughs> it does not matter. Like, I, <laughs> there's not a job employer in the world that's going to be like, mm, "You graduated, but C plus. What on earth?" They do not care at all. They just care that you have the degree. So, <laughs> not that you should be lazy, you <laughs> students out there. No, you should work as hard as you can. But I guarantee you, I mean, some of my, some of my C minus C's and C minuses that I got at a few um, were some of my hardest worked of any of my grades that I got in college. So don't, uh, it's not, it's not worth it. Don't it really is for, not. Don't shoot for a C, but if you get a C, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, exactly. Like, Nobody cares as long as yeah. you graduate. <laughs> no employer is going to be like, I need to see your transcript from every single class you took <laughs> yeah they're gonna be like eh, 3.2 i was going to hire you but now i'm not because, yeah yeah no if you're that's... applying to work at the college though if you're applying to work at the college then maybe <laughs> i still don't think they would care unless you were specifically trying to work in that field in that department in that class i don't think so. every job i've ever applied for for whatever reason you have to give your transcripts and they're like I don't know what now that I think about it I'm like what do you get out of that you don't that's well, weird tell yeah anyway no. yeah so just remember that kids grades don't matter as long as you pass <laughs> that's the great lesson try your <laughs> hardest we're not saying don't try please try <laughs> but even if you don't graduate it's not a big deal okay school is not that important. all that matters is that you can be gainfully employed and there we go. So did we, great. did we know that Cassie was not a history major? Yes. Did we? I thought okay. she was like a, what's it? Uh, Archaeology. Uh, yeah. Or, right? Yeah. Or no, that was the guy that she was dating. What's the other in thing? The first season, right? Was an archaeologist. Wasn't the whole thing that she was in the special program last year where she went to the school and 
and like Kathy and Jimmy then that episode where she went yeah. back to the school but that was a new program that they, oh, that they named it. after her yeah that was the like you know sort of magic but they're not going to call it magic thing it was like the herbal <laughs> healing move. stuff yeah the uh that was that just sort of her side hustle in college yeah I guess. along with being <laughs> a art history major Cassie has a lot of side hustles okay yeah, <laughs> particularly in like, college it's like yeah. a hustle and she she's someday they should have a uh, a whole reunion with all of her friends from college stop really <laughs> i mean there's been so many it's it would be a fun time uh, but no I, I i was like oh i guess she is art history major there you go i'd forgotten that if she she signed up for drawing classes so she's pretty excited about that and so martha gets asked by her friend because her advice was so amazing that do you want to be right or do you want to twinkle like a star was such great advice that that her friend dear debbie asked her to uh to help out and martha is so excited about this about writing for dear debbie and uh and she um she's excited to be getting these letters in and everything and uh then uh we also find out that uh, we didn't get um, as much of carter as i was expecting in this episode just kind of there with the clock and we find out that he is now the head carpenter of this project of the house and uh, so uh yeah we're he's, excited to see more more carter he's apparently <laughs> also the only handyman in middleton right yeah like of course no one else can fix anything <laughs> that we've never seen him until now yeah so, exactly. I, don't know. I mean not only can they not evidently they can't even put up twinkle lights effectively. <laughs> i mean yes <laughs> elaborate twinkle lights like <laughs> right <laughs> like uh, and them hardwired to their power or something like do it yourself <laughs> so wes comes back to stephanie and he says yay this cabin cell is sold we're gonna have a we're gonna celebrate we're gonna have champagne it's gonna be great and and so adam is like kind of worried about this and uh, there was like a little bit of a thing where that i thought was going to be more of a b plot where he's working with an injured baseball player but then that kind of nothing really happened with that i i don't know if it was just sort of to show that he's a chaplain or i don't quite know what was going on there we were talking about trees and tree houses as kids yeah and then that that was it Woo. yeah and sam is really worried because nick is avoiding him and he uh he, he's worried that nick uh, doesn't want to talk to him and they've always had such a close relationship and uh, he doesn't know that it's just about school <laughs> stupid school <laughs> uh -huh. but uh i thought this was a very strange plot thing that so abigail says that she wants to live in tuscany someday and this is somehow a huge point of conflict because i guess donovan donovan doesn't want to travel he likes being in milton he wants to be what governor or whatever yeah yeah I'm, and if I'm, he becomes governor i'm assuming he's not going to be able to live in milton <laughs> that's just a thought just a thought <laughs> don't tell us amy you know, I just thought that it's like borrowing problems. Like, leave those problems. Not that you shouldn't be kind of aware of 
when you're dating, like that's part of the reason why you date is to find out what the other person likes, doesn't like things like that. But like sort of, <laughs> Uh, adopting the problem of are we going to move to Tuscany is tomorrow's problem. Like you don't need to deal with that now. <laughs> like it's not happening, right? It's not like Abigail all of a sudden got a job offer in Tuscany right. to leave in two weeks. Like it's just an idea that could happen in the future and it's yeah. something she's thought about in the past. Yeah, it's this is like, like a vague kind of yeah. uh, vague that could probably, it's like a vague ambition that could probably be solved in like a two week trip. <laughs> at some point like i don't know i've been I, I, like well that's where we'll go if we don't want a honeymoon or something cute he could have been like and it could have been solved <laughs> say it like that and that'll really sell her on the edge <laughs> i mean he's so he's afraid he's gonna lose her to to tuscany i mean i don't know georgia what did you think did you think this was weird i was struggling you guys because it's Abigail. <laughs> you can do so much more with these two and it's this whole back and forth I want to move to Tuscany, maybe. I maybe don't want to move to Tuscany. Would you not have dated me if you had known I might want to move to Tuscany? Yeah, maybe I wouldn't have. Like, I, I yeah. get it. But at the same time, that's like something that would happen in real life that you wouldn't put in a movie or a show because it's just not interesting enough. Right. It's like, here's a conversation we have every few months or something. Not yeah. something to make a storyline out of. It was weird. Yeah. Like, it'd be one thing if she was, like, majoring in Italian and, like, getting an internship there. You know what I mean? If there was, like, something Absolutely. concrete. Yeah. But if it's just, like, a vague notion of, uh, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to, <laughs> I mean, if the couple and up can make it through without actually going to, <laughs> to the falls, I think that Abigail and Donovan can survive a marriage without going to Tuscany. Uh, it, like immediately like he's saying oh maybe sometime later and now she needs to do it right away like it was just weird i don't know yeah it was weird and uh so we find out that uh that basically you have martha getting an uh an email or message or a letter or whatever uh to De dear debbie about that uh, that there's going to be some kind of uh problem at the progressive dinner somebody's going to be upset there's gonna be some kind of disturbance and so she's really concerned about this and you see her kind of like looking at everybody and looking at, at stephanie and looking at at all the uh the characters and basically we find out that um, um torn over mischief is the name on the letter torn over mischief which is t-o-m for tom so it was her husband uh, which is because he's feeling like her attention. He's always trying to get more attention, Tom. Poor Tom. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor Tom. But I liked this whole thing with, with Martha being the advice columnist. It was probably my favorite part about the episode. It was funny. Yeah. I could have used even more of it. Martha wrote, was trying to write a book last week. This week she's writing an advice column. Next week she's going to be the editor of like the Middleton Gazette or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I get honestly it was the funniest part of the episode it was the most entertaining I didn't really know why he had to write a letter about the, her son coming because he could have oh, just yeah. I get he wanted attention and stuff but I do want them to follow through on one of her storylines at some point this I is know. frustrating I know but when was the last time we saw her sons 
It's been a long time. I don't it's think it was been in like, a series at all. No, no, no. They did. They did. They had the one no. come like last season, season before. Remember? No, it, it was not last season. It was um when was it that that we had the um because the one son stole something, right? Yeah. Long time ago, though. Oh, no, gosh. that was one of the no. He wanted money from Martha. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. so she had to return him down, yeah. and that was really really painful for. Um, because he wanted to start up a business he was going to start up a business like a i think like a ride share or something like that i can't remember Uh, he wanted to start up a business and she refused to give him money and he was really really upset about it and when was that that's not the son we're seeing though next week that was the other son right how do you know which son it is because didn't she say the name of the son dylan dylan did i didn't i think the uh the one that wanted the money was michael her other son oh i didn't hear him say a, a son name because then there was something at some point i don't know if this was on the show or if it was fans talking i can't remember it where they were like they might have cut one of the sons like now they only have one oh, in the series and i'm not sure i don't know if that's because i just remember the two sons were like terrors in the <laughs> original movies yeah <laughs> like... <laughs> awful yeah but like you know it's been like 20 years since the movie so they're all grown up and doing other things i guess i don't know 20 years wow <laughs> well with the way grages grages with the way grace's age works the first yeah. movie was like 23 years ago technically or something like that so yeah. You know, those kids who were like 12, her sons were like 12 or 13 at the time. You know, they're in their mid-30s now. So. <laughs> they're 50. <laughs> so I think it was in, for Sam, uh, it was, I think it was season three. Okay. So that was, there was, because there was the, Martha's son gets married, right? Is that the same son? Well, that would be the one that's coming now, right? Because there's a daughter-in-law and then there's one if if those are different i don't know martha's son yeah this is in the end of season three martha's son is now engaged so milton wedding's wedding is in the works and are we supposed to know because in the preview there's they say for your granddaughter so are we supposed to know that already like is that or maybe they're coming they're coming to visit tell her surprise you're gonna be a grandma yeah but i feel like it's sort of spoiled the surprise that in the preview it's like hey for your granddaughter and you oh okay she already has one i don't i I don't know that was the preview i don't i don't think too much about those you would think if she already had a granddaughter they would have said something (laughs) you would think but cassie has how many brothers and sisters and cousins that we don't know about so you never know the other thing i thought was strange is when uh, on a different note um so donovan is is like really worried that he's gonna lose abigail to tuscany and he's like there with cassie just like randomly yeah i was like why is he there with cassie like what are they just hanging out like i did what? a double take i saw them together in the kitchen and i was like why yeah. are you hanging out because it wasn't at the at the um store that would have made more sense um and they were just hanging out having lunch i guess i don't know that was that was interesting but was <laughs> um so yeah so uh Tom is like, Tom is feeling like lonely in the kitchen. He's all alone. He's, he needs more Martha. And, uh, and then we also get this little plot of Cassie asking 
uh, Sam to go to France on just like a spur of the moment trip. Yep. And he, she's like, I'm done taking the, 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 the drawing class was just a whim. Now I actually want to go to France. <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, sure. <laughs> it's too bad they can't do like a, uh, they, they, an episode in France. <laughs> yeah, that would be really fun. I don't think they're that that's usually that usually happens in shows once they're a little more desperate for story ideas <laughs> like no the, facts of life going to Paris was like iconic yeah. I loved it four well, part episode I mean the Brady Bunch in Hawaii that one's that one's classic the best ones yeah, yeah. the travel ones are the best yeah <laughs> World, Full House and Sabrina at Disney World yeah those are awesome iconic <laughs> amazing yeah all the best well, episodes yeah well the, a lot of those ones though are like abc owned shows so it was just like excuses to basically a long ad for disney world <laughs> yeah it makes you want to go because they're yeah, it so fun darn it <laughs> but i i thought it was fun between tom and martha with the whole like who kind of the mystery of like who is who's the troublemaker at the dinner and and he's like hey, the game is afoot <laughs> like, that, was, that was cute I, yeah uh, when whenever Martha gets her own mystery show, uh, that will be the best day of my life. That's what really we were exciting. saying here. <laughs> my brother was like, "Martha's Middleton Mysteries, Mayor Martha's Middleton Meddling Mysteries." Like, just kept going, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do it, but it it would be fun. It well, would be so pol- fun." There's no police anymore, so she could be like the <laughs> child detective. <laughs> like, like, that's true. Like the police are gone. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's really true and sad because we like the police officers <laughs> on that show. Darn. Yeah. I mean, I said it at the beginning. Do we? What? How do we feel? Our appetizers and our d'oeuvres the same thing? I never really thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment of contention. I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess I, I do feel like hors d'oeuvres are fancier. Yeah, like uh, hors d'oeuvres is like just because it's French and that's just fancier. Not like. <laughs> A wedding or something would be like hors d'oeuvres and then appetizer is like something you order at applebee's before dinner <laughs> like, i don't know <laughs> i think that if, it, if you're talking wedding the hors d'oeuvre is at cocktail hour and okay. the the appetizer is at like regular dinner i don't know i'm not right. an expert on this do you want to get the dictionary definitions of these two <laughs> <laughs> but but i do feel like any food is better if it's served with a toothpick Good point. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if, if it's something that you can walk around and eat, it's just going to be tastier. Those are always the best foods. Have you um, seen the people who think hors d'oeuvres are called herb d'oeuvres? <laughs> it literally, <laughs> when you Google, okay, when you Google appetizer definition, it literally comes up as an hors d'oeuvre slash appetizer slash starter <laughs> is a small dish served before a meal in European cuisine. See, Abigail knows. They literally all have the same definition. Yeah. But we also found out in this, not only has the Tinsdale on toast been created, you know, we got that. She got the sandwich named after, but it has been named sandwich of the week. (laughs) I can't believe they're doing this. Like, how are they doing this? Remember the tuna with sauerkraut is now the sandwich of the week. So that means not only Martha likes it, but multiple people have like voted on it as the sandwich of the week. And uh, I thought that was kind of a funny throwback. If this gets mentioned again, I'm going to have to make one. No, <laughs> like, don't which, do it. I'm going to have to do it. 
Which, by the way, everybody should listen to our interview with Catherine Disher that posted this week. I asked her about the Tinsdale on Toast and what her, which, what sandwich she would want to be named, <laughs> which would be named after her. Uh, but that was really fun. She's actually the actress that we've had on the show the most of any other actress. So, so this is pretty fun. So check that. Make sure you've listened to that and check that out. We've been really lucky this year. Sometimes it's a little harder to get the Good Witch crowd on but we've had kylie we've had uh cat we've had Catherine disher uh so and we're gonna have there may be even more coming so it's very exciting and uh, we've been very fortunate and so then wes shows up with the champagne and you definitely felt bad for him <laughs> yeah he didn't <laughs> he do anything celebrate. wrong what's that he didn't do anything wrong. He, she said, yeah, let's celebrate. He showed up and then it's like, oh, Wes, like you have to leave. Uh, he didn't do anything. No, he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, it, he might've wanted to do something wrong. Like I, I kind of think that he wanted to maybe have a relationship start up again with Stephanie. Okay, well our definition of wrong is different then because that <laughs> wouldn't necessarily be we're not going to get into that. Well, no, I think it is. Well, I mean, she would be responsible also for, I mean, I would say in general, like having a relationship with somebody that is in another relationship is a gray area. No, 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 no. There's, I have zero tolerance for that. I'm saying if she wanted to get back together with her ex-husband, I'd be like, cool, make that the storyline. Oh, She's yeah. cheating on somebody. No, I have, yeah. I don't like that in the movies. I don't like it ever. That's just. Yeah. So he, I think he was hoping maybe for something, um, but evidently Stephanie is not interested in that, but, uh, but I don't know. I just felt kind of sorry for the guy, especially with everybody there seeing and. I think it just was more awkward than anything else. Like, yeah, because he wasn't expecting everyone to be there, and she wasn't expecting like everyone to see him showing up at her house. Like, yeah, yeah. But then I, I did not agree with Adam when he basically like breaks up with her because she admits to having a hug. Like, this is somebody that she was married to. You're gonna have. I, I don't see any problem with having a hug. Uh, I mean, I guess it was a super hug. intimate hug, but it was just like a your person I care about in my, you know, in my life history hug, I think. And it's certainly not worth some kind of breakup. That seemed alarming. <laughs> I mean, she had to like confess. Oh, we, yeah. uh, we hugged and he, oh my gosh, you hugged your ex-husband in a friendly <laughs> manner. Oh yeah. no, like what? Oh my gosh, Adam, you're an adult man. Why are you freaking out about this? I was so, everything that happened after that, I was like, that was a complete overreaction. You need to apologize and you didn't. This is real. Yeah, I think it was, I agree. I think it was an overreaction because I, she's just, she admitted it and that they had a hug and I just don't think that that's a problem. Like we're not Amish here. Like we can have a hug. Um, what if she'd yeah. hugged Sam or Donovan or something? Been like, hey, thanks, here's a hug. Would yeah. Adam have gone jealous? Like, I'm confused. Certainly no reason to break up with somebody. That seemed crazy to me. And uh, and then uh, Stephanie and Abigail talk. And, uh, and Stephanie's looking for sort of more advice, I guess. And 
then uh, Carter shows up and he's going to quit, supposedly. <laughs> and uh, and then Donovan is all complaining about having to make the tiramisu. He's like, it was hours of painstaking work. I'm like, what are you, crazy? Okay. The tiramisu, I mean, aside from making the pastry cream, which is a lot of work, but you could just use a box of, of pudding, really. Um, it's really not that hard. You're just soaking the lady fingers. <laughs> I mean, it's not a hard dish, but still, come on, hours, hours of painstaking work. What is this like? Some kind of no, that just means know. he screwed it up four times before. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. Did he make like a wedding cake. Like, what is going on? Hours of painstaking work to make tiramisu, <laughs> or he like tried to do something elaborate from Food Network. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and and if I move tomorrow, would you come with me? And those things, and then Stephanie and Adam talk, and Stephanie says, "Scared me how much I love you," and Adam Adam says, "I love you too." And guys, is that really what was going on? Really, that's why she hugged her ex husband is because she's scared of how much she loves Adam. I my head's exploding. Yeah. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. No, I don't think so. I is I mean I agree with you, and I just not feeling chemistry. I still am not feeling chemistry between the two of them. Uh, they I don't did know. A do fine you... job, but it's still not. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you agree, Amy, or are you feeling it more? Like just weird like this whole episode their relationship was weird and i just didn't yeah yeah it was more of a awkward i love you than a romantic i love you i think it was supposed to be a romantic i love you yeah (sighs) so then we have nick fessing up to sam about uh about his grades and he says we can talk anytime as long as you are doing your best you can never disappoint me so that was sweet and he's absolutely right. And then Cassie brings Martha a piece of pie and tells her that she is the, this is the letter writer is not who you think it is. Then we find out that it was, it was Tom torn over mischief T O M, <laughs> which was really cute. <laughs> um, and then Elizabeth's dream, they finally read it and it says, never stop learning. That's more like a state of mind than a dream. Like, it's like those lame fortune cookies that you get that are like a spiritual thought and not a fortune. Yeah, exactly. They're like, keep working hard and good things will happen. It's like, yeah, that's lame. Like, okay, yeah, true, but also, okay. Like, it's I don't get how that was her dream. I, she should have had something more interesting, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, I guess it was in that mason jar, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Um, but then they have uh, cheers, and you guys were totally right about Adam. And all of a sudden, the, the champagne glass is dropped, and he can't control his hands. And uh, so that was kind of the cliffhanger of the next episode. We find out that uh, that it's something uh, that uh, that's going to be. We're going to find out more about that next week. And uh, we also find out about Martha's son coming with the granddaughter. Uh, so that's that was surprising to me because, like I said, we haven't seen her son in so long. Um, and then the, also something with the heart of Middleton is going to be happening. Yeah, we're going, going back on. to the, the So pretty fun, pretty exciting. Oh, we uh, did forget to mention that Carter has a girlfriend, right? Oh, but yeah, I forgot about that thing. Yeah, he's yeah. got a girlfriend. 
Yeah. Which, which, oh, which one? I missed that. I missed that part. Carter's like, yeah. oh, I gotta go take my girlfriend in the movies. And I'm like, we've been pretty flirty for somebody who has a girlfriend, Carter, uh. but whatever. Like, <laughs> dude, chill. Yeah. So <laughs> that oh. will be fun. More Carter. We need more Carter. Uh, so there we go. Let us know what you think about the episode. And uh, you know, what was your favorite part? We'd love to hear in the comment section or on Twitter. Uh, let us know your feedback. We'd love that. So very good. Amy, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at It's Amy Craig. Great. And Georgia? I'm on Twitter at Georgia Speech. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check all of that out. And then also make sure you're following the podcast, the Home Cookies Pod and Home Cookies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which we are so dependent on the patrons. So thank you so much to every one of them. You can find more information all about the exclusives and the other benefits that we have with our patron group. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun Good Witch inspired merch. So definitely make sure to check that out as well. And uh, thanks so much, you guys. And we will talk next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.